Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Welcome to Summer of Scripture on the Naked Marriage Podcast. For 66 days in a row, we are releasing a daily devotional episode for your marriage. And over these 66 days, we're going to pull out one scripture from each of the 66 books of the Bible and talk about how it applies to your marriage. So if you listen to every single one of these episodes, you're going to have a comprehensive understanding of God's plan for your marriage. We encourage you to listen to everyone. Let's dive into today's scripture. Hey there, welcome back. We are on day 57 and we are in the book of Philemon and we're gonna be in chapter one, verse four. It says this, I always thank God for you when I remember you in my prayers. And I love this so much because I think that this is such a reminder that we need to to be praying for each other. And I think that when it comes to marriage specifically, we definitely need to be praying for our spouse, you know, and pray with our spouse too, but we need to be praying for our spouse regularly. We really, really do. Uh, the book of Philemon is a, is a really interesting story. It's a personal letter Paul wrote yes. to his friend Philemon. And uh, it's about a guy named Onesimus. Yes, Onesimus. Onesimus. So Onesimus had been a, a slave of Philemon. Now, in those days, slavery looked different than kind of the chattel slavery we had here in this country, a scar on our nation's history. Yes, yes. Uh, But slavery in different forms has taken place really since the dawn of civilization. And during this culture, ancient Rome, ancient Greece, uh, there were different forms of it. Uh, Often it was a form of indebtedness where someone owed a debt that they could not pay. And they were like an indentured Mm -hmm. servant. There were different various forms of it. So we don't know the exact nature of it here. But what we do know is Onesimus had run off before that debt had been repaid Mm. um, and had come across Paul, met Paul, gotten saved through Paul's example. And now... Paul encouraging him to go make things right with, you know, his former boss, essentially, uh, sends Onesimus to deliver this letter to Philemon. Mm-hmm. So like he shows up and this guy, you know, is run off and essentially picture somebody that's owed you all this money and run off, skip the bill, um, is coming back and he's handing this letter to Philemon, opens it up and it starts out with that verse that we shared. Paul saying, Philemon, I always thank God when I remember yes. you, you in my prayers. And and it's a beautiful, like I care about, I you. Care about you. I pray right. for you. I, you know that I love you. And then the letter goes on to say like, your, your Onesimus isn't just a, a slave or an employee or anything like that anymore. He's your brother in Christ mm-hmm. now. And so I want you to welcome him back as you would welcome a brother. Mm-hmm. And I'm sending him to you because I, I, I don't want there to be any you know, I want, I want there to be closure here. I trust that you would do that. I, I trust you would yeah. do the right thing. And if he owes you anything, put that on my account as the guy that led you to Christ and, 
you know, has been your spiritual father in a way that you can never repay. Paul's like kind of <laughs> I like, love how Paul slips like, yeah, smirking things like, you know, just yeah, put it on my account. Yeah. Um, I love learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values, and you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu slash naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked naked. And so, you know, Onesimus actually, uh, we do know that, um, he went on to become a great leader in the early church, you know, a bishop over many churches, you know, he was uh, a great pastor and leader himself because of Paul. And I think probably because of, of Philemon welcoming him back as a brother. Yeah. And, uh, it really is a beautiful story in that way. But coming back to just that, that one verse, I think you, that's something you should be able to say to your spouse daily. I thank God for you when I remember you in my prayers. Mm-hmm. Are you praying for your spouse daily? And when you do, are you thanking God for them? Because something happens in our heart when we have a posture of gratitude that says, yes. God, thank you for my spouse. Thank you for allowing me to be married to them. Thank you for the gift they are in my life. And the more that we will thank God for them, I think the more gratitude will feel towards them. And then we end up treating them differently. When we have a spirit of thankfulness, it, it changes things. It really does. You know, earlier, one of our verses ended with always be thankful. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty strong statement. Always. To always be thankful. I mean, there's not a whole lot of uh, verses that that say always right at the gate, you know, right out of the gate, like always be thankful. And I think that, man, that's a high calling because it's sometimes hard to be thankful if you're going through a rough patch and you're like, well, I don't know if my spouse is thankful for me. But again, we have to start with ourselves. We have to be willing to take that first step because it does go a long way. And just remembering your spouse in your prayers, I'm telling you, that will change things. Like God could change your circumstances through that prayer. But I think more than anything, he really changes the posture of your heart. He gives you that heart of flesh we've been talking about this whole time. And uh, and, and, and that heart of flesh, as opposed to the heart of stone, allows you to have that olive branch. You can extend that olive branch to your spouse and uh, and have healthier communication because of it and more peace in your relationship. And so we do need to keep on praying for each other and pray for our children as well. I mean, I think a lot of times I've heard uh, people when we're, we're meeting with them, they're going through a rough patch. They're like, I don't know why I have such an easier time being kind to my kids or praying for my kids. And for some reason, it's like when it comes to my spouse, I kind of clench up and I think it's pride. That's what it is. It's pride that tells us to not do this. Yeah. And so again, we have to take that to the Lord and say, Lord, 
forgive me of this pride. Help me to not be prideful. Give me a heart of flesh. And I just, I want to thank you for my spouse. And I want to pray for my spouse, you know, help them to grow in you and in their relationship with you, Lord, lead them down the right path. Help us to have a great marriage. You know, just let that be a daily prayer. Man, that is so good. Guys, I hope that encouraged you today. Put that into practice. Start praying daily for your spouse, thanking God for them, and then letting them know, just like Paul did with his friend, I, d- I thank God every day yeah. for you. I thank God when I pray for you, and I'm so thankful to be your husband or to be your wife. And that'll mean a lot to them. It'll mean a lot to you both. God bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow for day 58. We will be in the book of Hebrews. Hebrews.